You're listening to From Fear to Love. I'm your host, Alma Lee. So what does it mean to be intentional, right? Have you ever heard someone say, you should be more intentional or you should move through life with a purpose of intent? What does that mean? Well, I think that it's important to understand all of us, we're all culpable. Every last one of us have allowed ourselves at some point in time to, and, and maybe you'll do it again, you know, um, this, there's no rhyme or reason here. It's, this isn't a fault finding mission. Um, it's interesting to me how people have a tendency to sort of allow their life to happen as opposed to moving forward in their life with their own purpose. And I have, I have some opinions, I guess, about that. I have some opinions about um, why people do that. Um, obviously, fear. Um, fear is a, the main catalyst for why we function in a lot of ways in our life. And if we are fearful, then we may have more of a tendency to allow the factors of our life to sort of take over and take control over the direction that we go into it. And it starts small. It starts very small. I think it starts when we're young. I think it starts as a byproduct of our environment. You know, and, and a lot of what I talk about is um, childhood trauma. A lot, of, uh, a lot of the discussions that I have with clients and through this podcast is directly related to the personality development of children based upon the environment that they are cultivated in. So if a child is in an environment where they're consistently having to survive, then it only makes sense that as you grow up through your adolescence and into your, your uh, adulthood, that you would tend to lean into those old habits just because it's become part of who you are. And a lot of people who have experienced those adverse conditions have a tendency to sort of navigate through life as quietly as possible with as little uh, disruption as possible. So naturally what I want to do is I want to inspire and encourage you to think a little bit differently about how you are metering your time, metering your energy. Are you being thoughtful about what you want to do with your life? Have you taken the time to consider making adjustments and deciding on doing doing life a little bit differently as you go on? Um, again, going back to the concept of fear, well, you know, we all have fear. We all have things in life that cause us to second guess ourselves or, you know, maybe even you have people in your life that are directly influential in your fear because they may judge you. Um, they may lay waste to all of your dreams and your plans and your passions by telling you that you're not good enough, you're not smart enough. Why would you even consider making changes in your life? You know, you should, you should be grateful that you have the opportunities that you have right now. Why would you want to change? Why would you want to think differently? You're crazy, you're stupid, you're dumb, yada, yada, yada. I think we've all experienced that 
uh, to some degree, um, whether in family, friendships, work situations, school, um, uh, you know, you're just your community. We've all had the influence of outsiders dictate to us how we should see ourselves. And I'm just, I'm over here just telling you that that is irrelevant. This is your life. This is your opportunity. This is, you have, not only do you have the power and the authority to make changes, but you have the right to. And it's your responsibility to meter out your time and your energy the way that you see fit. Now, here's the, here's the question, right? When we think about that, we think about, well, I don't know what to, I don't know what I want to do, Alma. I haven't thought about it. Well, here you go. I'm just inviting you to take some time to sit with yourself to consider your likes, your dislikes, your desires, your passions. You know, what sets your soul on fire? Do you even, have you even sat down to consider what that might be? Have you found something that sets your soul on fire? Do you have hobbies? Do you have something that you're really passionate about that you're drawn to that that interests you I heard a um I don't know it was like a reel or a tiktok or something um in passing uh sometime earlier today and I thought it was very pertinent to this particular episode and that is this gentleman said something along the lines of your passion is not an accident your passion is your purpose that isn't an accident and I absolutely I wholeheartedly agree with that I actually I actually kind of chuckled when I heard it and I thought, God, that makes so much sense because back in the day, um, around 1994, um, I had an opportunity to sing karaoke for the first time. I think it was Grandpa or Mama, He's Crazy by the Judds. It was one of those. I can't remember. It was a Judds song and I was 20 and I had, uh, was in training and brand new to the military And had all of these smiling faces in front of me. And I got up there and I sang horribly. (laughs) And you would think that that experience would have traumatized me or made me, you know, crawl back into my shell and be like, oh, I don't want to do that again because it was bad. (laughs) But it didn't, strangely enough. I actually remember very clearly um, the emotional takeaway because... I knew while I was singing that it was bad, but <laughs> I wasn't happy with it. But at the same time, I also realized how much I enjoyed it. And I, I thought, oh, wow, you know what? I, I think I should be a vocalist. I think I should be a singer. I want to I do better. I want to do better. And so I, you know, that was my pastime. That was what I did with my downtime is I would go to the NCO club and I would sing karaoke. I couldn't wait. I think it was Tuesday nights at the, uh, the warrior lounge on Kirtland air force base. And I would go there and I wouldn't miss it. And, and I would go and I would sing my heart out and I was, I would have like my collection of songs that I would sing. And it's funny to me now because it's so clear to me now. It's so obvious But back then, it wasn't really as obvious to me. It was just something I really, really enjoyed. It was, it was like a drug. I mean, it really put me in sort of a high place. And so now, as a, as a public speaker, as someone who enjoys inspiring and challenging people to do life differently, to do the the business of life differently, and, and, actualize yourself and actualize your purpose by finding your passion 
that is something that really just, I mean, it, it, it propels me. I still sing karaoke. I don't think I sing as badly as I used to, but I certainly don't, I don't do it full time, but, but it's, it's, that ties into the public speaking work that I do now. And it just makes total sense. So I share that story with you as sort of a marker of what is your passion? Because that's where you're going to find your purpose. And when I talk about the, um, the act of living and, and acting and, and engaging in your life with intention, that's what I'm talking about. Because intention should be every part of your day. Everything that you do should come from a thought process of intention where you sat down or maybe not sat down, but you, you, you took some time to articulate your next course of actions, no matter how small. And it, it starts the first moment that you wake up in the morning, you need to set an intention, first of all, for the rest of your day, but you also act intentionally. Um, I always do some deep breathing. I make sure that I don't just hop out of bed like I did for so many years before I engaged in this practice. And I've been doing this practice actively with regularity for probably about a year and a half now. And that is my morning meditation. And it's super quick. I think it might last maybe a minute. But it's I slow down and I make sure that I set my day off with positive thoughts of gratitude, positive thoughts of intentions and manifestations in order to get my head into the place that it needs to be. And that's what, that's the seed, my friend. That's what you have to plant in order for you to manifest your goals and in order for you to just move through your day with a sense of purpose because you're taking your control back. You see, that kind of ties back into what I was saying earlier the, the, you know, if you had adverse experiences as a child, you may have felt terribly disempowered. You may have felt that you did not have control or a right to do anything differently in your life, to, you know, take the helm, if you will, of what you want to do with your time and your energy. Now, obviously, when you're a child, you're going to be told what to do by adults, your teachers and, you know, coaches. Um, but it's important to understand now if you're still kind of waiting for life to happen. Are you waiting for life to happen? Do you move through life just getting up, you know, you eat because you have to and you go to work because you need the money and, you know, it's a ho-hum existence and you, you know, maybe you have a, a spouse that you, you're lukewarm with that you don't really actively engage in a partnership or conversations or you know, or you have friendships that have kind of gone to the sidelines because you don't ever reach out or they don't reach out to you. And you just kind of go through your life and, and, and just kind of allow everything to sort of transpose and, and evolve as it would anyway, without putting your hand out into the world, into the universe and saying, hey, I don't like this. I don't want to do this anymore. This is the direction that I want to go in and here's why. And you have those conversations with yourself and maybe your loved ones too, if it affects them as well. But it's important to move with intention. It's important to take the time to slow down. I always tell people journal and do those, do those deep breathing exercises. Can't, I can't recommend that enough because that's really what's going to slow down that 
you know, sense of responsibility when you wake up in the morning. I, I've talked about it before where my first thing when I first wake up, my brain will try to hijack me first thing in the morning. It will try and get me to feel like, oh, well, I got to turn on the coffee maker. I got to let Sophie out. Um, I've got to, you know, get up and take care of, you know, my personal stuff. But I do slow down intentionally because I maintain control of the direction of my time and the direction of my energy. And you can too, and you should. You really should because if you're not slowing down and thinking about your next course of action with intention, your life is going to pass before you. And it's just going to happen. And you're not going to actualize. You're not going to take those trips. You're not going to spend that time. You're not going to reach those goals. And you're not going to live a life that's fueled with joy and purpose. So that's the message today is purposeful intention. What do you, what, where do you want to be? Set some goals. Like where do you want to be in five years? Heck, where do you want to be five months from now? Set some small baby step goals and articulate the, the habits that you were in before and also identify any problems with those old habits. For me, I recognized um, when I when I sat down and started doing my deep breathing, my first early morning meditation, I recognized that the problems that I was having was I was just jumping out of bed without taking any, I wasn't slowing down. I wasn't allowing my body to warm up. I wasn't allowing my thought process to sort of wake up or get attuned to the day. And see, here's the problem with that. The problem with that is that if you don't set the intention of slowing down, when are you going to? When will you, through, you know, old habits, breaking old habits, learn to slow down? I mean, you might make a plan, you know, because you have a need. You might even set aside some time to, you know, develop a plan for taking a vacation. But those are large chunks of time and uh, buying a car, buying a house, those are, are large considerations that, you know, it makes sense to sit down and plan it out. All I'm saying to you is that that level of effort is completely appropriate to do in every aspect of your life. You deserve every aspect of that. Now, of course, I'm, I'm not trying to be unrealistic here. I know that sometimes we, we don't have time. We have other things. We have other obligations. But if you can engage into a healthy practice of just simply slowing down and thinking with intention about different elements of your life, what do you want to have for breakfast? What kind of workout are you going to engage in that morning? Who are you going to speak to? How are you going to move through your day? Where are you going to invest your energy and your time today? When you make a plan and you set a goal and you allow yourself the opportunity to, you know, flub here and there, and you give yourself that grace, that's where you're going to find that peace. You're going to find your peace because you're going to find your purpose, because you're going to be able to plan, because you've slowed, you're slowing down, and you're moving, and you're thinking with intention. What is your intention? What do you intend to accomplish? What do you intend to achieve? What are your intentions? And how can you be more thoughtful about moving forward with the mindset of being intentional? How can you become more intentional? You know, I, I think about, you know, driving on a highway and you're coming up to the off ramp. You're coming up to your exit. 
Everybody knows if you drive that when you are approaching your exit, what's the first thing you do besides turn your blinker on? (laughs) That's probably a different podcast. That's probably a different episode. You slow down. You slow down. And why is it necessary for you to slow down? Because it's safer. Because you don't want to veer off of the road at a high rate of speed and lose control of your vehicle. But yet we do that every single day. We divert, we change, we shift at a high rate of speed without slowing down to articulate what our next move is going to be. And a lot of times we just lean into it hoping that it's the right choice. We just kind of, you know, go on chance. Of course, you know, if someone makes a suggestion, hey, would you like to go to lunch? You want to go here? You want to do that? And you haven't really thought about it. Then You know what? It might be, it might make sense to you to agree to do that. But if, you'd ha- if you have already made plans or if you already articulated that you were going to do something else, what would be your intention? What would be your intentional thought process at that juncture? All I'm saying is just take into consideration what you're doing with your energy and what you're doing with your time. Your time is your most valuable commodity. It always will be. We're all on a ticking time clock and we all have a limited am- amount of days in order to pursue our passions. And if you don't know what your passion is, well, then now's the time to figure that out because you can do that through thinking intentionally. Start with your, start with your, your, uh, your early morning routine. You know, when you first wake up in the morning, remind yourself every morning that as soon as you sit up and, and you place your feet flat on the ground, that you're going to do your deep breathing, that you're going to Uh, set forth an intention and manifest what it is that you want to achieve or receive if you know if, if that's your consideration take the time to slow down when I when I was in grad school one of my professors wonderful man I he openly wept when one of my classmates uh, had missed a class and she showed up um, and, and apologized to the class because her grandmother has had passed. And this gentleman did something that it, it resonates to me. It, it resonates to this day with me. And he sat in class and this is the professor. And you would think that being the professor, that he would be sort of, you know, under the gun, if you will, in front of the class to constantly be talking, constantly be putting forth content and information for the class to receive, but he didn't do that. Instead, you know, and and this was a a virtual setting. This was the virtual academic center. Um, And it was, you know, like looking at the Brady Bunch in the beginning where you just see all the faces. And he sat there and he wept openly without saying anything. And I'll admit, I was confused and I was uncomfortable as hell. Cause I'm like, is this guy crazy? Is he, has my professor lost his marbles? And then we all sat there cause none of us knew what to do. We're just like, okay, our teacher's lost his mind, but he sat there and he wept. And then I noticed my classmate was weeping as well. And we just sort of sat there in silence while the two of them just had this moment and it was beautiful. And I learned so much in that class. I I get choked up right now thinking about it. I learned just in that one moment that we don't have to always fill the gaps. We don't. We don't. We, we We can have silence. We can share silence. 
we can allow ourselves to slow down. I think that's part of this issue with the lack of being intentional with our time and our energy is because we feel like we are inadequate or we're failing somehow if we don't uh, if we're not moving and talking constantly, if we're not filling the gap, if we're not constantly filling the spaces around us with something, with noise, with action, activity. No, it, it not even it doesn't even matter how brainless and mindless it is. As long as we're doing something, as long as we're putting on an act and, and the perception is that we are being active and we're doing something. I, that day in class, he gave us permission to stop doing that shit. And I remember that. And so now when I talk with my clients or even my friends and like with you, I just will slow down. And it's like, you know, I call it one of my permission slips. Sometimes we don't feel comfortable doing something until someone else tells us and demonstrates to us that it's okay to do so. And I'm just saying it's important. Not only is it okay to move through this life with intention, deliberate, thoughtful, articulate intention, but it's your right and it's your responsibility to do that. Think, slow down, figure out, journal, (laughs) write it down, figure out who you are, figure out your purpose. What lights your fire? What lights your soul on fire? And if you don't know, slow down. It'll come. Pay attention. And it's easier to pay attention when you slow down. And when you think, you know what? I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this. And I'm going to pay attention to my actions. And I'm going to be mindful in the moment and be grateful. Express gratitude. Maybe not necessarily to other people, but definitely to yourself. And think about what it is that you want. Give yourself permission to live your life with intention. All right, guys. From fear to love. This has been an LBM production. Please like, subscribe, and share this show. Thanks for listening.